Hi, you're listening to Technical Difficulties with Mike, Nick, and Harold. We need to choose a different name. I think that Twitter account's already taken. This, this will never air. Uh, sorry, uh, technicaldifficulties.fm. There you go. Dot radio. Wait, you're both on the call? TV. You can hear each other? Yeah, yeah and yes. I, can, I can see both of you. I see both of you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I only see Harold. But Wonderful. Well, I can, I can hear both of you. Mike, can you hear both of us? I can hear both of you. Okay. <laughs> and on top of that, I've got, so I've got a, just Harold, Harold, comma, dot, dot, dot. It says two participants, uh, even though I only see one. And I have a Skype update pending <laughs> window. <laughs> I, I am not an ellipsis. I am a free man. Hmm. Well, you say that. Well, okay. Uh, I'm getting audio from both of you. I'm recording. I've been recording for seven minutes now. Um, might cut out some of that. Yeah, I just started recording now. I, I've been recording for 11 and a half minutes, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, <sighs> all right. So, uh, Jello. I guess. <laughs> very jello. Such hooves. Oh, very. I thought you said very jello. No, like, no, so, this is lime. Sounds it's like been a, a while since I've had jello. Very, it's been upwards of 10 seconds since I've had jello. <laughs> Would you say you're having jello right now? Uh, I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> Would you say you're jellin? Oh, no. Hmm. Wait, I thought Absolutely that was a shoe not. thing. Yes, it is. Well, those commercials were terrible. I can't. I can't control how the mind maps things. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone must have thought those were cool commercials, right? You know. Mm. Yeah. Ad agencies are. Mm. Who are the ad wizards? Not the people that came up with those ads. Mm-hmm. I have been followed now. Hold on to your pants. I have been followed by Super Dave Tweets. He is a product. <laughs> As an cr- <in> Osborne? <laughs> I was hoping. I was really hoping for that, but no. Product creator and high ticket coaching expert. I started my own consulting company in oh, 2009. Coaching. Time. Coaching. Is- hold it. Did you guys know this? Time is money. What? Mm-hmm. Since when? Leverage yourself and help others to achieve goals. I'm a lever. Will you be my mm. fulcrum? Mm? Yeah, that's a hell of a thing. Mm. Were we talking about my, the follow I got yesterday from the hashtag startup, hashtag entrepreneur, hashtag business Sherpa? Oh. <laughs> up, up the mountain we go. <laughs> <laughs> when you saw only one set of footprints, that was my A round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you don't need a mountain when you've got an elevator pitch i don't know wow oh, wow yeah i'm starting to uh, get the feeling that this person is actually you can one truly follow themselves oh this is you who the hell is karen went sounds like uh one of those bart simpson names one two three fake street george went eating beans yeah, I just figured I'd. Oh God, I uh, figured I would um, see if I had, or what fake followers I had picked up recently. Uh, 
And this person has three tweets. Uh, it appears all three of them are retweets. And uh, the top one is from Progressive News. Ten right-wing companies you need to boycott. You need to hear this. And uh, this person uh, claims to be from Plymouth, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Good place to live. Mm-hmm. Just need to see if I know any of the people following her. Followed by Amy Klobuchar. What the hell? Uh, I think so I'd prefer the, right now. I think I'd prefer the article ten wrong wing companies to avoid. Yeah. Oh, I got another one from uh, a couple days ago for online tools and tactics for change makers. Are you are you a change maker? Mm, I think I just figured this out. This must be one of Gwen's knitting friends. Uh Hmm. That's a little weird. There's quite a community around knitting, I understand. I've only ever crocheted, so I couldn't say. Um, yeah, the uh, so Gwen had a uh, an outpa- outpatient procedure done today. We'll just leave it at that. But uh, we we're in the um, in the admitting uh, room where everybody parades through and talks to us about what's going to happen, and. Uh, they had to call in somebody, uh, a special IV nurse with a, uh, an ultrasound machine so they could stab her. Because, as usual, uh, you're not allowed to drink anything for you know three months before your procedure. And then they want to poke needles into your veins. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wanted the socks that Gwen was knitting. And then about 15 minutes later, everybody from the admitting ward piled into the room to look at the socks she was knitting. It was a little weird. You have got to see these socks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure several people said that. I, I'm i not doubting her uh, abilities, but it, what, what is special about them? Uh, I think for most of them that she was knitting them. <laughs> well, uh... So is that like they <laughs> wish they had time to knit socks or? Maybe. A couple people asked for the uh, the pattern, and so she told them that what the pattern was called and said that they were or it was online. And one of the people said that uh, she doesn't like that online; it's so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you, you got your token rings and your dial-ups. It's mm-hmm. uh, what have you? Yeah. <laughs> Art. Mm. Maybe that's not actually business or uh, hashtag business Sherpa. Maybe it's uh, hashtag businesses Herp A. <laughs> They're different kind of herpes. Hep, hep A. Yeah, I think yeah. I've been vaccinated for that. You got your Hep A. You got your Hep B. Your hep so what? C. That's yeah, it might just be a typo. Hep C is the worst. I've heard the literal worst. <laughs> So have you guys heard about this flat earth? Oh, I've, I've been following it uh, with much enjoyment on, on the Twitter sphere or Twitter circle. What well, are you Twitter sphere? Is that a, is that a joke? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. And then mm-hmm. I tried to turn it into one and then it kind of fell flat. Although I must admit, I had no idea who B.O.B. was before this uh, whole thing blew up. Yeah, that's kind of the thing is he just released an album and then he tweets that he believes the earth is flat. So. Well, isn't that convenient? Yeah. Uh, I, I have to recommend both the 
uh, response diss track that Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew recorded on his behalf and Neil deGrasse Tyson's appearance on the nightly show with Larry Wilmore, uh, which includes a literal mic drop. Mm-hmm. That's not good for him. What what channel is that on? Larry Wilmore? It's on Comedy Central. It, it's one of the Daily Show spinoffs. I believe it replaced the Colbert Report. Oh, yeah, okay. it, it took the uh, reporter's time slot. Mm-hmm. At, after after Stephen went to CBS. Mm-hmm. I've... I've I've looked at this flat earth stuff and I've tried to find one convincing argument. Like I mean it one isn't point it pretty one, much Where's the curve, bro? Yeah, it's pretty much the horizon looks straight to me, right? <laughs> well, but then they try to explain it. They have diagrams and it's like, well, here's why the earth is flat and here's how the sun goes around. And I look at it and I'm like like I've seen diagrams of the sun hovering above the flat earth, right? And it's like, okay, so how does nighttime occur? And like, you know, it, it, you look at it, you just have to look at it for two seconds and it raises so many questions. Well, that's just because you've been fully inculcated into the round earth conspiracy. Or inoculated against it. Yeah. Flatearthsociety.org. It, it does feel like of, of all the things you're going to kind of you know, draw the line in the sand about, like, that that's the one that's the thing mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean even the bible says <laughs> that the earth is a is a marble so uh you're really bucking the trend mm-hmm. you know you, hey this is a family show you got, <laughs> i guess the flat earth society is has something like 300 members something like that there is a flat earth wiki hmm. uh i prefer okay. the flat earth wiki <clears throat> <laughs> Here uh, we go. I think you're thinking of flat Kashyyyk Wookiee. Ships mm. appear to sink as they recede past the horizon. Appear. <laughs> okay. I, I think the thing I find most interesting about a lot of these is that um, increasingly, you know, they, they use the language of science, but really incorrectly mm-hmm. uh, because they know that their argument's justification needs to sound scientific. Yeah, it's uh, the same deal with all the perpetual motion deals. Oh, sure. Yeah, what's the one with the with the the energy and the phase of AC power that you're supposed to be able to get out? Mm, I don't know. I I remember seeing some some guy's website, but you know, you you plug into the you plug into the wall and get free electricity or something. <laughs> Well, sure, as long as your utilities are paid by your uh, your landlord. It, it's one of those, like, if you if you do the math wrong in a particular way, you can get all sorts mm. of free energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you still there? Do you still watch The Daily Show? Um, I don't enjoy it as much uh, since Trevor Noah took it over. So far, I've watched it once, and that's because a friend of mine was in a stock photo he used in a segment (laughs) and they said hey watch the daily show so you mean check me out once ever uh sorry with trevor noah Oh, okay yeah um the the first few weeks were especially bad because they were basically doing the same show just with a a different host and they've updated now so it's it's more his show Mm. 
So it's not quite as uncomfortable, but I I tried to watch his comedy special and it just didn't do it for me. So I I think I just don't like um his sense of humor. So I I might not ever get back into it. But yeah, like I, it the his comedy special was basically all um oh, these people do this differently. Well, which gets kind of old. They do. I mean, have you seen mm. these people? Yeah. I'm I'm from South Africa, and in America, you pronounce things differently for like 15 minutes. Yeah, I get it. Thanks. I mean, I I guess that works for some audiences. Uh, I mean it it was it was old back in the Yakov Smirnov days. What a country! Exactly. He kind of wore it out. I mean, you don't see anybody going around smashing watermelons anymore, right? Not professionally. <laughs> Yakov is in Branson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Wait, still? Oh, yeah. The, there's well, the Yakov Theater. That, that is where old comedians go to live out the rest of their days. Mm-hmm. Sort of a comedy preserve. Right. <laughs> Please don't feed the animals. Mm-hmm. You got to watch out, though, because then the, the right-wing comedians might come in and object to federal funding of comedians. And, and yet they all still live there. Oh, My family likes Branson. We go there quite often probably at least once a year mm-hmm. well yeah but the thing you're supposed to do is make fun of it publicly oh have you not I, paid attention <laughs> i can imagine that being a good destination for your location mm-hmm. i've never been i've only been to missouri once mm-hmm. i've been through missouri no wait um which kansas city did i go to <laughs> <laughs> Missouri or not. How how were the roads is the big question. Was it? Uh, How were the roads? That's the big question. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, On the way down there, it it was awful. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a a really bad uh, spinal thing that still acts up every now and then from the drive. Well, you're probably either in Missouri or in both because it's pretty hard to... uh, pass through Kansas City and not end up going west. Yeah, I don't know. It This was uh, a little over three years ago. So, I mean, my, my odds of uh, remembering correctly are pretty low. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I uh, they asked what time I was going to show up and I told them noon. And uh, it's an eight-hour drive and they didn't understand how I was going to get there at noon. It's like, um, by leaving at four? Yeah. It's just basic math, right? Well, maybe they thought you were going to use uh time dilation and flat earth something or other. Yeah, I was going to say, is it flat earth <laughs> math or <sighs> oh, depends on it, the tilt it, of the it flat appears earth. that um time cube uh, has been taken down. Oh, well, that's got to be on the web archives, right? Well, maybe. Time But then I, I mean, it hmm. appears that it's not going to be updated anymore. That's a little sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a source of genuine crazy right there. <sighs> we'll just have to stick to coast to coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And B.O.B. <laughs> Belly button logic works. That <laughs> 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 just... It just makes me think of the... the uh, Boynton board book about Bebo's where it's like, we hippos love our belly bees. Mm-hmm. 
I've been reading a lot of board books, okay? No way. You said board book, and I was thinking like um, uh, some sort of committee, not like, you know, cardboard book. Mm, mm-hmm. You got to you gotta sign the board book before you sit down at the conference table. Mm-hmm. I was not familiar with TimeCube before today. Wow, he, he's been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. 2005 was a huge year for him. <laughs> I don't really remember all the theories behind it. Well, that's because you're too educated stupid. <laughs> Nature's harmonic simultaneous four-day time cube. Hmm. The hollow time cube in which the four-quadrant corners of Earth rotate equates to your four-corner bedroom or to a four-corner classroom, which represents the four corners of Earth in which stupid and evil pendants teach dumb students one corner of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently there's a mirror of it on uh, GitHub. So you can submit patches to TimeCube. Yeah. <laughs> Pull requests, is that a thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's the, mm-hmm. the, the GitHub uh, parlance. Okay. I have no idea what it means. No one does. You got your, you got your pushes and your pulls. We're using uh, GitLab now at work, which has a similar sort of thing, and... Uh, there's still a lot of um, learning curve for a lot of people because we're more of an academic shop. Not everybody's really into uh, software development paradigms, but mm. we're getting the hang of it. Mm. Does the uh, time cube uh, allow for a flat Earth uh, scenario? Uh... Oh, I can't imagine how. I mean, because you got you got your four. Was it four days? It's like uh, morning, midday. Evening, midnight, within uh, one day or something. Sun up, mid down, sun uh, sundown, at night. Mid down. Uh, midday. 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 However, th- this is Mid-gar. from TimeCube the RPG, so oh, that might not be entirely accurate. Creation of four simultaneous twenty-four hour days within a single rotation of Earth empowers me above all one-day gods and educated stupid scientists. I will wager <laughs> ten thousand dollars on it. Whew. So. When I was in, uh, my my grandfather is um, uh, has at various points been a, a physics hobbyist. And when I was in high school, before they had internet, uh, he asked me to post um, and a piece he had written, uh, kind of countering the Michelson Morley experiment and and Einstein's relativity and. Uh, more or less arguing for the existence of the luminiferous ether, which uh, around the turn of the 20th century was considered to be like the the medium through which light was conducted. And uh, I, I did, but I put like a little disclaimer on it that was basically like, hey, so my, my grandfather asked me to post this weird thing and it kind of goes against Einstein, so I don't know. And then... <laughs> Like a month or two later, I guess he got online at the library and found it, and he was really mad at me. Because <laughs> I guess I was I was trying to frame it like this isn't my thing, this is this other person's thing. I don't know, you know. And and at the time, as a high school student, I was like, well, Einstein must always be correct about everything, even though you know there's still unresolved issues with with relativity with in extreme cases and quantum scenarios and all that good stuff. But yeah, he he like basically didn't talk to me the next time we we visited, <laughs> and I felt really bad because I wasn't trying to be insulting. I just yeah, 
I guess it, it, it was meaner than I meant, and uh, I was like 15 or 16 and rude. Mm. Well, that's the time to do it. So, I'm trying to look through these topics here. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Oreo. Everybody's America's favorite cookie. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Harold? America's favorite oh, I'm cookie. familiar. Um, they have three new cookies? Two new cookies. Three. Uh, mm-hmm. And they have decided their marketing campaign is that uh, they keep all of these recipes. Apparently, they have more to come. But they keep them in the Wonder Vault. Hashtag Wonder Vault. <laughs> TK recipes. Is, isn't the Vault of Wonders where the genie's lamp is in Aladdin? Vault of Wonders. I thought that was the Cave of Wonders. Oh, it might be the Cave of Wonders. Uh, yeah, Vault of Wonders seems to have something to do with gnome slayers. <laughs> what, what slayers? Gnome. You know, gnomes. Gnomes. So the so the uh, the gnomes have the the recipes for the Oreos and you have to kill them to get them. <laughs> no, those are elves. <laughs> Keebler <laughs> elves. Step step one: create new Oreo flavor. Step two: question mark. Step three: profit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this is a new vertical. You could have the Keebler gnomes. Keebler kobolds. <laughs> Keebler Kobolds has that nice alliterative aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Let's get a trademark. Have, <clears throat> have you have you ever played Kobolds Ate My Baby? Uh no. It's it's a it's a lightweight uh parody RPG built on the beer and pretzels engine. Mm. And uh it has a number of ridiculous rules, but the idea is that you are the level one kobolds. Huh. We <laughs> we played it at my bachelor party. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, you send wave after wave of yourself. Yeah, you you end up playing like four or five characters over the course of a couple hour session because you die a lot, as kobolds do. Mm-hmm. Co- kobolds, kobolds. How do you say it? Well, it's it's a German originally, so I don't know what uh, what they would go for. Uh, um. Some kind of mountain demon or something, right? Well, if it's spelled K-O-B-O-L-D, it would be kobold. Yeah. See, my my problem with playing D&D is everybody just kind of assumes that you know what the various creatures are. It's like, it, if you haven't been playing forever, how would you know? <laughs> and that's how you end up fighting a gazebo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a bugbear. Is, is that good or bad? Uh you know, I've never been sure what bugbears are. There's some kind of orc-like thing, I guess. And, and and here's the other thing: what the hell is an orc? I mean, when when you start, you know, vaguely ripping off Tolkien, who is vaguely ripping off Norse legend, you you're already in kind of a messy situation, and then it just kind of grows from there. And then you got owl bears and dire bears and shaved bears and <laughs> I think you're thinking of shaved yaks shaved yeah bicycle shedding is that in the is that in the monster manual shedding bicycles <laughs> is there a there, there needs if there is not there needs to be a programmer uh, RPG in which you fight things like shaved yaks and... so there well. is a um, uh, it was one of the double fine uh, game jam 
things called like I think it's called Hack Slash, and it's not. It's more of a Zelda style game than a full RPG. Uh, like an action, so it's more of an action RPG. But you can um, th- there's basically a, a programmer's interface and a glitch engine for the game. So like instead of moving the crate to get through a wall, you you know cause it to become null and then it disappears. Mm. Hmm. I, I haven't played it, but it sounded neat. So Oreos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what what level of Oreo are we talking? How many hit dice? <laughs> well, a few years ago, they had the Wonder Filled campaign. And now they have the Wonder Vault campaign. And uh, the new flavors are straight from the Oreo Wonder Vault. And they are red velvet with cream cheese. So the cookie is apparently red velvet, and the filling is different. It's not even an Oreo. There's no original Oreo components in this red velvet Oreo. It just sounds like an Oreo Theseus sort of situation. Right. You you replace all the parts. Is it an Oreo anymore? It's Oreo adjacent. Yeah, it's 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 the Oreo in the corner, the fourth corner of the the flat time cube. I don't know. And then cinnamon bun, which is a, a cinnamon cookie and a cinnamon bun flavored cream. I don't know how you make a, a cream taste like a cinnamon bun. Probably by but adding the, cinnamon to it. There you have it. Well, uh, probably not actually cinnamon. You're my chosen but... bun. Hmm. Aren't they clever? <laughs> Boy, thank you. Mm-hmm. Anakin, you are the chosen one. <laughs> That was a little mix between Padme and uh, Obi Wan. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. It's okay. I'm just saying you might keep working on that one. Yeah, I'll keep working on it. <laughs> Andrew is going to be so confused. Well, so that's actually the problem is because we do the "you're breaking my heart" thing more than I'd care to admit. <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a mm. wide variety of contexts, most of them mm. not serious. Most. Forty nine percent of the time, we're serious. Fifty one percent, we're just goofing around. <laughs> See, Gwen and I just uh, content ourselves with calling each other jerks. So, mm-hmm. mm. a little more simple that way. Does she like Oreos, or is she in the same boat as you? She likes golden Oreos. Did you know I, before I'm you got not married? Sure we've had Oreos in our house since we've been married. You lucky man. Did you know that she liked Oreos? Um, I don't know that that came up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Oreo rules, you kind of got to get a, a prenup for those, right? Like, well, you know. listen, I, I was 22 when we were married. I was young All and right. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. How understand. was I supposed to know that was going to come up? <laughs> you just don't. When you're that age, you don't know what's really important in life. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what's even worse is she likes ketchup. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, I like ketchup in certain contexts. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I did get. Uh, it's hard to know if the show has been on yet, but at some, <laughs> some point <laughs> we talked about banana ketchup. And I, oh, I actually oh. ordered some. It's supposedly just ketchup made with bananas. It's not for bananas. 
I had to clarify that with my wife. She's it, like, doesn't it stop being what? ketchup <laughs> once it's not tomato? I mean, hmm. it's it's like a cinnamon bun Oreo. It's not. Right. It's ketchup adjacent. Hey, can, can you define made with a, a little more solidly? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> now, now bananas are a sacrifice I have had to make for marriage because uh, Anderley hates bananas, mm. mm-hmm. and so there there are never bananas in the house. And I occasionally like a banana. Well, you just get a get it on your banana split then, underneath your vegan ice cream. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the real stuff, but that 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 was that was dairy was part of the motivation for switching anyway. I I don't think Oreos are vegan, but we did confirm a couple of days ago that Thin Mints are. So this is very important information. Yeah, you people really do suffer, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather I'd rather have uh, peanut butter patties, but uh, I, I think I can I think I can live with the occasional thin mint if if we're going to have to have a vegan store bought cookie. Peanut butter patties are not vegan, then. I think that's what we saw. Maybe they are. Okay. And it's the peanut butter. What's the other peanut butter one? Uh, you know that one. There's more than one. Who knows? Girl Scouts. I, I would just like to uh, to say that the first autocorrect suggestion for our Oreos is vegan. <laughs> peanut oh. butter patties and peanut butter sandwich. I think I think this is the first time it's come up on the podcast, but I uh, I don't talk about it too much because I, I'm trying to avoid being that vegan guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the uh, here's the answer answer straight from Oreo.co.uk slash fac. Uh, Oreo is not suitable for vegans as they have cross contact of milk. Mm. So they appear to be processed in the same factories as dairy. And now see, I'm I'm we're maybe we're transitional, but I, if it says same factory, I'm not going to care too much. Hmm. <clears throat> uh, so there's peanut butter patties and dosi dos. Which are wait dos dosi dos? Which one? Oh, see, that's the thing where it's like the two manufacturers, and I'm not used to the one mm-hmm. that's out here. I think because I'm used to the one for Minnesota, which has the different names. What do the girl guides call them? Girl guys? Yeah. <laughs> girl girl guys? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I think uh, after the last I think- time, I I'm not allowed to talk about that anymore. Mm. <laughs> okay. So I, I want to jump back a second. Uh, Harold, did you say fac? Yeah, that's uh, something that I've been trained to do. Uh, Family show here. Yeah, well, um, growing up, I always uh, actually said FAQ. I mean, I grant that it's significantly more efficient, but I don't know. It always sounds weird to me. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy it. I, I'm not suggesting that other people actually say that. I would be. I would much prefer it if the majority of people that I interact with said FAQ. Maybe I should just take it back. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Oreos are not ingredients, people. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> How do you feel about Oreo crust? It, well, okay. Oreo crust is like graham cracker crust. It's just crunched up cookies uh there there is no creamy filling with as many quotes as i can put around it uh involved in the oreo crust so that's fine but once you get that spackle in the middle 
or toothpaste, depending on who you are, it becomes something entirely awful. I mean, I've never particularly liked Oreos, but if that was the cookie that was available, I'd eat it. Yeah. Is that is that a shame Oreo, I guess? <laughs> it's a side <laughs> Oreo. Uh, let's see. But seriously, Oreo cupcakes? What the hell? Twitter.com slash register. How... <laughs> 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 I did want to ask about uh, what your favorite Twitter parody account was. Oh, there's so many to choose from. I know. I mean, I myself am, uh, let's see, how many is uh, Aaron outed me as? I don't even remember now. He's going to tell everybody I'm Darth next. Well, you are, to be honest. Darth is back. Darth is back. That's what I hear. Um. I I'm a like a, a two years ago I had registered so you know how the um, not not uh, I guess this is a little political but the the governor of Michigan is at one tough nerd on Twitter mm-hmm. and um, I, I had registered at fake geek gov like two years ago and I <laughs> I tweeted from it a couple of times and then I deleted it and I and uh, with all this uh, Flint water news i'm really sad that i didn't still have that account (laughs) (laughs) Mm. how does twitter know that who to tell me to follow it's telling me to follow myself (laughs) follow this is the show or is this a show yeah i get a i get a lot of emails about who i should follow i don't understand um so just uh Interesting bit here. Uh, the ser- serving size for Oreos uh, listed on their site is not a number. Like JavaScript, not a number? Yeah. <laughs> it seems seems like an awfully high amount for a two-pack. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's better than, you know, positive inf. Hmm. I'm happy with them telling me not to eat Oreos. I mean, it's okay. Hall's print. What the hell? So what's the uh, the best possible Oreo flavor you could imagine? Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, oatmeal raisin because it's not well, an Oreo. I mean, see, this goes back to why oat, oat, oatmeal raisins are like the, the betrayal cookie. No, they're not because chocolate chip cookies aren't inherently good. I mean the right chocolate chip cookie, and mm-hmm. I, I enjoy a good oatmeal raisin cookie. But if I think it's a chocolate chip cookie, and I get an oatmeal raisin cookie, that's where we have problems. This always happens. I don't understand how we always Harold, talk about food. No, Harold will say oh. that something is bad, and someone else will always <laughs> say, "Well, you've had the wrong ones." Then every time, I don't think he said I had the wrong one. Well, he no, said I, he said. I you, guess maybe that was implied. <laughs> Because oh. I said the right kind, like I enjoy the right kind of oatmeal cookie. Is that? Well, I certainly wouldn't enjoy the wrong kind of oatmeal cookie. I mean, you know, if they had razor blades in them mm-hmm. or something, I'd probably mark that off in the bad column. So, as far as foods that I've gotten through marriage, uh, it's uh, Anderley's family recipe for um, triple chocolate cookie cake, and they are uh, they're pretty amazing, and they can be made vegan. Uh, hmm. They're just these very rich, kind of cakey texture cookie hmm. for Christmas time, primarily. If I were hmm. to choose an Oreo flavor, I would probably get 
a graham cracker type crust with a cheesecake filling. Mm. 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 Put that in your wonder vault. So, <laughs> so basically what you want are graham crackers and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good Which to me. is not at all Oreo. Well, <laughs> sorry, I didn't realize that we had rules. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, because they're I mean, doing, at that point, it's just a sandwich cookie, right? They're doing red velvet and cream cheese, so I, I can't do graham cracker and cream cheese? Uh, I guess if you stuff the cream cheese with a bunch of lard and sugar, you could probably do it. Hmm. Hydrox. <laughs> oh. Hydrox, the original sandwich cookie. What is, what is the generic term for an Oreo? Is it sandwich cookie? I was trying to think. Probably. Although, I mean, Hydrox should be the the genericized one. Yeah. Oreo says on their sandwich cookie. What about a cookie sandwich? Hmm. Cookie sandwich. I think that's something different. Probably. It's like a, you know, double down for diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Would you put ketchup on that? (laughs) Well, the kind of person who would eat it probably would, yes. (laughs) Uh, well, maybe since it it seems appropriate for banana ketchup, this is a dessert. Okay, I, nobody's going to bring up actually looking this up now. Nobody's going to bring up that uh, tomatoes are fruit. Uh, well, I figured everybody knew that, and I mean, I guess, I guess that's one of the classic actuallys, right? Right. Wisdom is how does that go? I've, Knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in your fruit salad. <laughs> It's a new one on me, but I like it. <laughs> I never liked uh, tomatoes on salad because um, in in middle school, the cafeteria had a salad bar, and my friend Tom would always get the little grape tomatoes, and it was the mid-'90s, so it was like right at the height of uh, like Outbreak had come out as a movie, and everybody was talking about Ebola that time as opposed to last year. And he would cut uh, like a little smiley face in the side of the grape tomato, and, and do this little voice, and it was like, I'm topping the tomato, I don't feel so good. And then he'd squish it. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, all the insides of the tomato would come out, and I'd be sitting there choking on my food, laughing. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't want the tomato anymore. <laughs> Remember the 80s? <laughs> time yeah, was time was when movies scared us more than real life. mm and they still won't explain to us what at, uh, feeding after midnight means. I, I've never seen the, the Gremlin movies. I think I've only seen them in bits and pieces. I think Comedy Central uh, had the, the rights to air Gremlins 2, but not the first one. I think that played an awful lot in like 97, 98. I remember, I feel like I grouped that in a genre with, um, oh, what was that one? Batteries Not Included. Oh, I love that movie. I really like that movie because it had the cute little stop motion robots that like flitted around and they saved the old tenement building for the old people. Mm-hmm. Great. Now I'm going to have to watch that movie again. I have not seen that in probably 20 years. Mm. Yeah, me neither. Um, I'm sure I I wore out the tape from the rental place. Mm. Are, are we assigning people homework right now? Is this is it that kind of show? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Well, you I, already I think, spoiled it for everybody, so. Uh, I guess I did. I'm sorry. I'm watching. Uh, it better drop a horn in there, Mike. Yeah. 
I'm watching the trailer now. Wow, that is a horrible hotel. What is that? It's not a hotel. It's an apartment building. It looks awful on the outside. Well, it's supposed to. Oh. I think it was a, an early uh, cautionary tale about gentrification or something, but with robots. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, damn it. You, you can't stream it on Netflix. It's DVD only. Mm. Now, there's something I don't understand is these these back catalogs, like... Even if Netflix is only going to give them a pittance to license it, isn't that money they're leaving on the table by not making it available for streaming? Mm-hmm. I guess they really want to, you know, sell those four dollar four movies on a single DVD sets at Target or something. Yeah, it's available for rental from uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. How, how much is a rental like that? Three bucks. That's not so bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's SD, of course. Oh, probably. There's no way they remastered that. Went went back to the original film stock stored in a salt mine. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Spielberg. <laughs> Wait, that was? Uh, he was... Oh, maybe not? No, am yeah. I reading the wrong thing? What's going Spielberg. on? Director Matthew Robbins. What the hell? Where did I read Spielberg? He it, he shows up. He's uh, the producer. Something like that. Oh, was that an Amblin Entertainment one? Maybe that's why. Maybe? So it says here, uh, the producers, uh, Ronald L. Schwari. That's it. Mm. I'm so confused. What are you doing to me, Google Play? Here, I'm watching the trailer again. Steven Spielberg presents <laughs> a Matthew Robbins film. Batteries not included. Asterisk. So he's involved in some way. Mm-hmm. He presents it. I, now, I feel like increasingly batteries are included. Like... Uh, I, I think most of the electronic toys Theo's has gotten has have come with batteries, like really cruddy batteries that run out quickly. But yeah, but that way you don't have to say batteries not included, right? So speaking of uh, uh, old '80s movies that we may or may not have seen, uh, I think age-wise, are we millennials? I am not. I am by most not. accounts, I am not. Okay, I I am just barely by about half of the reckoning. But I don't feel very much like the uh stereotype that's usually used. Like I'm too too old. Yeah, I I think the uh the stereotype is mainly uh centered around uh people in their uh early to mid twenties right now. But is that like a sliding window where it'll keep being the people in their early twenties for a little while or um Sure. Yes. I, I I I think most of the the stereotypes for uh, for generations aren't for the entire generation. Um, you know, it it comes down to identifying a, a smaller group because I mean, a, a generation generally spans around what twenty years. Yeah, something like that. Because like you know, ba- baby boom is is post-war through mid-60s and mm-hmm. yeah so i mean they're you're not gonna you're not gonna find a stereotype that fits everybody that was born in that range right well what about those signs on the uh chinese menu rest uh, chinese restaurant placemats well those are totally legit right i what, thought so what? those are just year by year though right oh you mean like how i'm year of the dog well, it depends on what uh, what placement you look at. Oh, I thought that was pretty consistent. <laughs> I'm not sure. 
I haven't really been keeping track. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> what what which year is uh the year of the acid droplet beans pork? Ah, yeah, acid droplets beans pork. But so that says every thir- every thirteen or fourteen years, you're exactly the same as someone born thirteen or fourteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it stands to reason. Right. Uh, because of the f- feel- because thirteen doesn't go evenly into four and there's four corners. Right. It's prime. So you can order it with free shipping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stunning double pepper fish head. <laughs> Flat Earth has entered the thirteenth phase. <laughs> Have you seen the proposals for uh, adding a 13th month? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, just calling the, the additional day intermission. Yeah, so it it, uh, it floats around, right? Like, you, Or is it always between the no. same months? No, it, it's always at exactly the same time. They oh. uh, they change around the, the months. So um, September, October, November, and December are in the right places. Uh, you know, or... No, starting in August. What was the deal? Anyway, so the the ones that are named after numbers are actually fall in the correct positions. Uh, all months are four weeks, and uh, the additional day is not part of any month. It's just called intermission. And in leap years, there are two days for intermission. <sighs> Sidereal day. <laughs> what barycentric time? Griddle blind skin my bacon. <laughs> There's something on Wikipedia called Undecember or Undecember. The third is the name for a thirteenth month in the calendar that normally has twelve months. Lousy smarch weather. <laughs> du- Duo December is the fourteenth month. <laughs> well, obviously. I guess that makes sense because wait, no, does that make sense? No. December is supposed to be the tenth month for a year that starts at the spring equinox. Mm-hmm. Which month am I? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. Uh, <laughs> Garnet, sapphire, opal. <sighs> <sighs> uh, okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. How afraid of tornadoes are you? You guys are kind of in uh, tornado alley. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never had one come all that close. I think the the closest I've been to one is one the uh, the one went just south of downtown Minneapolis. Mm. Oh, right, because you're on the St. Paul side, right? Well, I'm in St. Paul. All right, if that's what you mean. Yeah, um, but yeah, the the news reports always talked about how it was a tornado ripping through downtown Minneapolis. It's like, oh, that that's downtown adjacent. <laughs> but it's like a, a mile and a half from downtown where there aren't really any tall buildings or anything. Just inaccurate. I think the worst one was when we lived in Brooklyn Park. There was one with a, a big one that touched down in Coon Rapids, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it was only a couple miles away. And, you know, we were we were down in the crawl space for an hour or two. Yeah, we've... Uh... Uh, I want to say it was just once at school when we had to do the shelter in place thing. 
Yeah, that happened to me at school once. We were all on the buses, and they uh, uh, they called everyone back off the buses, and because it was in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, had us go. I think, um, yeah, we we went to some interior room. It was like the music room or some storage room or something. How small was the school? Uh, it was not. It was not that small. How big was the storage room? Actually, you know, it might have been one of the old. There was like the daycare room because there was the preschool that was only half day, and then some of the kids would stay after. What was that program called? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, for us, it was you know go in the in the hallway and cover your head while all of the teachers walked around. I am personally not scared of tornadoes because I'm. Uh, Gen Xer, as we previously <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, established, you're not you're not scared of anything. And in my entire time of as being a Gen Xer, I have seen one tornado, and it was probably at least a mile away from me. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how many tornadoes I've actually witnessed touch down, but they they all would have been in the range of maybe twenty five to thirty miles. Yeah, I've never seen one just um wall clouds and that uh that green tinge to the sky. Mhm. Yeah, that's always fun. I I'd, I'd say I'm I'm more scared of that than of tornadoes because, you know, they there are uh heavy winds and hail and stuff that usually accompanies that sort of thing. Mhm. So, I think I was probably more scared of the uh Yellowstone supervolcano as a kid. Mhm. Now, see, that was one I didn't hear of until well after I had visited Yellowstone. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. talked about the caldera, you know, in all the displays there, but they definitely did not emphasize the uh, active hotspot aspect. Yeah, you want to scare the crap out of a kid, go camping at Yellowstone and then watch a, a movie about the supervolcano where they call it that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure I was going to be killed by lava. Is is that back when like the Discovery Channel actually had vaguely sciencey shows? Uh, I don't know. This was uh, long before we had cable. Uh, I mean, we were literally in Yellowstone and watching a film. Ah, and we were going to be there for another several nights. <laughs> well, as a um, as someone who can uh, look and see the shorn off peak of uh, Mount St. Helens uh, from a number of viewpoints within a mile of our house. Uh, we do get a reminder of volcanism regularly. Mm-hmm. There was that article maybe six months ago that went around about the Cascadian subduction zone that like everyone I know who lives in Seattle was freaking out about because it, the, the thesis of the article was more or less, you know, the entire western part of the state is going to shear off into the ocean (laughs) and everyone else is going to be you know shaken up or there'll be mudslides and doom so wait wait the the subduction zone is moving west not towards the rockies uh well the the subduction zones under the cascade range and so it's the like the olympic peninsula bit would be the part that would fall off i think okay well, look, I'm not saying I want California to fall into the ocean. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we go to the fault and give a few kicks and see what happens. <clears throat> okay, uh, so th- this goes out to uh, Rye, Nick Gallup, uh, 
and the uh, the Roderick brothers. Uh, you all just heard that, right? He he wants you to fall off into the ocean. I just said I said I don't. I'm. I just said I'm not saying I want this to happen. Right, but I mean that's kind of tacitly saying that you want it to happen. So if the the uh, Yellowstone blows up, mm-hmm. do does that leave a hole in the flat Earth? Can, will we be able to see down to to the nothingness? Hmm. What's under the flat Earth? I kind of assumed it was more just like outer space. I figured it was turtles. I don't know. Uh, they they're really bad about providing like, uh, well, first evidence and second any kind of pictures. Well, it, it's a fairly new theory. They're still working it out. Mm. <laughs> still workshopping this one. <laughs> <laughs> they're working on their uh, their Twitter follows. I can't. I don't know. I can't tell what. I can't get any straight answers from this from this uh, website. <laughs> what does fuzzy people? What does the flat Earth look like? What? <laughs> How sharp are the corners? Oh, it has no sharp. I think I, oh wait, I think I kind of imagine something like uh, you know, Mist Island in the middle of an ocean, but the water's all spilling over the edge, just kind of floating in space. That'd be pretty. Yeah, good optics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, they. I mean, the picture they have here is a, a circle. That just doesn't seem right to me. I don't, th- this is the picture I've seen before. Uh, yes. It's, and they have the sun. I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just because you haven't, uh, you know, escaped um, the uh, physics industrial complex. I get, I guess there's. It seems like from this, they're saying it's not flat. What? But I thought that was the whole point. <laughs> insane. Well, okay. No, they are saying it's flat. They're saying the sun's rays have a limited range. Seems reasonable. So the, <laughs> so the sun is passing over, is going around the flat earth disk. Wait, it's geocentric too? Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess it would have to be. And when the sun is in, uh, I guess, the Indian Ocean, then we have nighttime because the sun's rays do not extend far enough to light North America. Wait, so the sun's like a spotlight? Yes, the sun is like a spotlight. And Mm -hmm. eclipses? I'm afraid to ask. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've I've internalized... uh, uh, you know, heliocentrism, at least on a solar system scale, for so long that I can't picture anything else. I've posted the picture in uh, Slack. Hmm. So you have the animation of a day-night cycle, and it, they're saying hmm. the, the sun is a spotlight. Okay, I guess so seasons. It shoots down. I, I like that they're using satellite imagery for this picture. <laughs> Like isn't this isn't isn't this map like a circular projection of I don't know Landsat imagery or something? <laughs> like I, I feel like you gotta at least come up with a flat Earth theory that doesn't involve orbital mechanics. Hmm. I <sighs> like I keep I don't know why I keep doing this, but I keep coming up with <laughs> reasons that this is wrong. Like, 
you know, I, even though I already have the first thing is the sun is not a spotlight. I can't Wait, stop looking when up. When people at went it. to the South Pole, where in the heck were they on this map? Like any, were they at all points around the circumference of this thing? Or <laughs> yeah, you get stretched out. Oh, okay, it's no. kind of like going down to a black hole. See, here's the. They say that all nations have agreed that no one may go to the South Pole anymore, to so that they continue to <laughs> they can continue to hide the conspiracy. Uh, right, because well, that's convenient. Every time somebody went to the South Pole, their clothing got torn from stretching, and you know, then they had to come up with some way of uh, explaining that. Right, you need you need more lycra. Yeah, that's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening. You can find show notes at thiswillneverair.com. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is Never Air Podcast. Mike is Mike Biesterfeld. Nick is Ultra Nerd. And I'm Princess Harold. Thank you.